Welcome to the Gathering Podcast. What episode are we on? This is episode 21. 21. And also part two of a series on social media. It is. We are doing a uh, second part, kind of a follow-up to last week's podcast. If you listen to it, if you haven't listened to it, you go check it out, first of mm-hmm. all. Yeah. The title it, Should Christians Use Social Media? Which the answer is, of course, no. No, I'm playing. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm just kidding. But um, <clears throat> we want to talk about, last week what we unpacked is three ways social media kind of negatively impacts our lives. Um, and so that was kind of the, the episode that we wanted to make sure we followed up with. Right. So here's the second episode. And we're going to talk about how you can actually use social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, how you can use that to, um, as a ministry opportunity. Right. How you can share your faith, how you can leverage those uh, platforms for the gospel, how you can be real, how you can capture an audience. Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of confusion around social media. And last week, we really hammered down on the the negatives and the harmful things. But we don't want to leave you there. We also because, talked about, too, though, yeah. like ways that you can kind of make sure those harmful effects don't happen to right. you. So like practical rhythms and things like that, too. Yeah. Add to so, life, so hopefully this episode will help to build upon what we talked about last week. Right. So if you listened uh, to last week's episode and you shared it with somebody, make sure you share this episode as well yeah. so they get the full picture of, of social media. Yeah, for sure. If you don't already subscribe, um, please do. It yeah. helps. Uh, if you don't share share episodes that you thought were helpful, uh, any, any, anything you do that helps get the word out is really, really helpful for us, and we just appreciate it all. What is your, fa- what is your go-to social media platform? What are you, what are you using? I, I have a mix. I mean, I, I like Instagram because I get to – you know, see my circle, my friends, what they're yeah. posting. But I also like TikTok. Uh, I don't really TikTok's yeah. different because you don't really follow your close friends. It's more of a, a, a of a a YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's it's much faster, much quicker. All the videos are under sixty yeah. seconds. Um, so I, that's my mix primarily. Yeah. I'm like pretty much Instagram only. I mean, I use Facebook every once in a while, but right. I like the feature that Instagram has where you can add, like you can, if you post something on Instagram, you can make sure it's posted to Facebook too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cause I don't, I don't go on, I feel, I feel like everybody on Facebook is like 60 years old. <laughs> and so I'm like, I like Instagram though. And you go on Facebook and everyone's fighting about politics. That's, they're, they're Facebook, mad at Facebook. You mean? Oh, Facebook. Yeah, what did yeah. I say? You said Instagram. Yeah. Well, you go on Facebook. Everyone's fighting about politics. They're upset about what's going on in the town. There's always, it's like, it's like a soapbox for complaints and complaints and you leave Facebook sure. and you feel terrible about yourself. I think Twitter's kind of similar though. Yeah. A little Twitter's, bit. Twitter's basically arguments. <laughs> and what, how many characters? Uh, 140, but I think they, they bumped it up recently. Did they? Three, three something. I don't know. I haven't been on Twitter in so a while. So now it's just, you can add more to your argument. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's why I like, uh, either way, that, whatever, whatever you use, we, yeah. we, we want to speak into that. And we want to help you navigate how you can share the gospel and be influential on social media instead right. of just uh, being a consumer, being a contributor. First of all, we think that Christians ought to be contributors everywhere they go, every space. Right. Instead of just being a consumer, going to church, sitting down, taking a seat, uh, and then complaining after because you didn't feel like the word was just right for you. Yeah. That's a consumer mentality. It's you're coming, you're coming to get, you're coming to take, you're coming to consume. But I think Christian, every Jesus follower needs to have this paradigm shift and say, I'm here to contribute in every space I'm in. I'm here to give. I'm here, here to encourage, here to serve, here to love. 
Yeah. That's what it means to be a contributor. So not only in your church, not only in your friendship circle, not only in your family, in your household, but what about social media? What if we have this kind of attitude, right? this mentality, as we think about social media and use social media? To be a contributor, to be someone that is encouraging, loving, giving, serving, right? even on that platform. I want to add real quick, it would be insane. It would be stupid and silly for Christians and people who love God to not be on social media because whatever we avoid at least indefinitely i mean it breaks of course and faster are key like we talked about last week yeah yeah. you add rhythms to your life and add breaks and add fasts and add all that stuff but i think whatever we avoid the devil invades Mm. when we avoid a certain space the devil's going to invade that space right he's going to have the influence there so i think when we look at social media we should say no this is a mission field right I, i mean there's millions do you know how many people are using are on social media? I think it's probably it's got to be in the billions, right? Close I, to it. I would imagine that is the largest mission field, right? And we can be connected with anyone across the world at any moment. So I think it's we ought to look at it as a mission field now. Sure. Say how can I speak into this area to my followers, to those who are around me on social media? How can I s- contribute and speak into their life that would lead them to a place of understanding? Jesus a little right. bit more than they did before. Absolutely. So that's kind of what we're adding. And, and there's two main points, and we're going to talk about some practical things that you could try on your own. But mm. um, let's dive into this content. What, what is the first way we can use social media as a resource for our faith? So the first way, if you're writing this down, we love you. We're happy that you're taking these notes. But uh, the first one is is influence. Yeah. So influence. And there's a couple areas, a couple of uh, groups that we want to get into in the, in the middle of this uh, point. But the first one is our ability to teach and reach people in a way that we haven't before. Mm. Uh, I want to think about the idea that, you know, social media has the capacity to to reach people instantly. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But think about it this way. You traditionally would need to get into a formal setting in order to teach the Bible, whether that be a life group, Mm -hmm. whether that be at a church whether that be you know something that's pre-recorded and then sent out, now people can have an instantaneous audience to right. preach the gospel. And one example, and I talked about it last week, but I want to reiterate it as a as a prime example is uh, Grayson Beardson, who has a. I think his last name is Bearden. Is it? I think I checked what after you said that. I'm gonna check right now. But he's in Texas. He's a youth pastor in Texas, but he has a following over two million people on TikTok. And what he does, he's, his content is super simple. He preaches the gospel. He ministers to people uh, virtually. And he has a service every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And he reaches thousands of people on these services. And this is uh, uh, a, you know, a person who has a physical ministry at, at their home really church. Cool. Yeah. But they reach people globally in a way that we couldn't have done yeah. five, ten years ago. That's really cool that he uses TikTok to do like. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I, I that's the first, when you mentioned that last week. It was the first time I've heard of that. But I mean, think about um, think about church. Like I'm thinking about these churches, like Voo Church and all the. They have a ton of influence on Instagram. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, and they're using that as an opportunity to teach people the Bible and point people towards Jesus. And sure, I think it's so cool. Um, so 
you but think about about a brand for example if a brand today in our world if a brand is not on instagram and facebook and these these other platforms twitter if they're not on those social media apps dude it's like they're for for you and i it's like it's so foreign like they don't it, they almost don't exist right it's almost like if your company's not on social media you you almost don't exist right. which is crazy to think by the way but it's how people are building their brand yeah it's all digital marketing it's all social media marketing and i and I, and i'm kind of using that as a as a metaphor to say if brands are gaining so much traction and influence mm -hmm. and they're gaining such a large audience on social media why can't the church yeah followers of jesus do the same on social media gain influence not for the sake of fame right not for the sake of being cool or having a cool aesthetic on your instagram page no but for the sake of saying i want to point people towards jesus and i have a passion to reach lost people right and this is such an opportunity to do that so i'm going to gain some influence i'm not going to kill myself over it but i'm going to gain some influence on social media or right. at least use that for my influence that i already have and leverage it to speak uh to speak the gospel and sure. to speak even just you know words of life and encouragement to people around you you can use it for teaching use it for evangelism i mean we're going to talk on ways that you can actually, real practical ways yeah. that you can do that, how you can use it for evangelism in your life. Um, and then, and the last is connectivity. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean yeah. the fact that you can be connected to someone across the globe is pretty awesome. It's amazing. I mean, so why would we not? I actually heard a story, bro. Um, didn't plan on saying this. One of my youth pastor friends got a direct message from someone, I think, in uh, India. Mm -hmm. I think it was India. Either way, it was somewhere across, literally across the planet. Gets a direct message from them on, um, on Facebook, I believe, or, or Instagram, one of those, saying, hey, um, we are out here in such and such a, a village, and it was kind of a rural, rural area. Right. One of the people had a phone, and they asked him, they, they saw that he was a youth pastor. I have no idea how they got connected with him, but they were like, could you speak to us? Could you teach us the Bible? Wow. He at first thought it was this kind of a weird scam. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is weird. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. But he felt like, hey, he felt something tugging, like, I I'm going to do it. So I think he woke up in the middle of the night, got ready, got a sermon ready, preached it to them, prayed for a couple sick people. I'm not joking. Kate prayed for a couple sick people. They claimed that those people were healed in their midst. He, pr he preached a message to them. I think some of them got saved in the village. Wow. Dude, the whole village came out. <laughs> And heard, I, my friend was telling me a story. I, I almost couldn't believe it. But he was connected with a large, I think close to 100 people in a village across the globe. Yeah. In India somewhere through Facebook. Insane. I mean, to me, that's mind blowing. So, I mean, it's so cool. Like, even, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about Jonathan Dubacito, who's in England right, right now. We, I'm, I'm connected with them. And you can connect with him in a very, fast way. I mean, yeah. before you'd be a long distance call, you'd have to make sure that right. he was awake and you'd have to line up with the time zones. But now just send him a message right? and he'll get it instantly. Right. So cool. Yeah. So influence. I mean, hey, we don't avoid social media because Christians should have influence on right. social media. And I love, I love seeing that, that so many people are. I love that story of Grace and Beard, by the way. It's so yeah. cool. Um, so the second point is adaptability. And hey, Coming into March of 2020, I don't think anybody could have pictured oh 
what the world would look like when it started slowly shutting down. And we started getting the notifications from the CDC and the federal government and the COVID task force. Shut down your churches, shut down your schools, shut down your place of work. And now churches are faced with this, this, this conundrum. How are we going to reach people and carry out the Great Commission from our homes? Right. Yeah. Or at least very limited from a very limited platform. So adaptability is key here because social media allowed churches to be adapt, adaptable and pivot in that moment mm. and be responsible. And here's the, here's the crazy part. Social media is, is free, right? Social media is free. I mean, if you want to boost and promote and get your content a little bit further, you might have to pay to promote it. But generally platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, these are free platforms that any church can use in order to right. get their, right. their, their, their message out there. So true. I think about, um, in, I think it's third John, mm. uh, the apostle John writes to whatever, I forget the specific community that he was writing to. Right. And he says, I long to be with you face to face. And I think it says something like, but for now I write. Yeah. And Paul did a similar thing in Romans chapter one. He did. I love that. What were they doing? The, these gospel writers were using modern, their modern day technology, pen, paper, whatever delivery system they had, to connect with, teach, instruct, encourage those in the church that were following Jesus. They were uh, using modern day technology to connect with them, to spread the gospel, and to encourage people. Okay. Right. I love that because. Obviously, today the technology has changed like uh, like unpre- like it's crazy how much has changed. But right. but it's the mission is the same. We are here to impact lives, to love people, mm-hmm. to serve God, to encourage others. We're here. The mission's the same, yet we have incredible technology to be able to do the same thing they were doing. Right. It's like hey, so what did COVID shut down? The fact that yeah. we were able to be face to face. So obviously every pastor, including myself, was like, I lo- like John said, I long to be with you face to face. I miss our services. I miss coming together. Which, by the way, if you're in the area, we are we are relaunching the gathering next week, which will be no- November 4th. Mm. Really excited about that. We'll be following all the guidelines, masks, distancing, all that stuff, hand sanitizer stations all over the place. But we're coming together to worship Jesus right. and, and be encouraged. And I'm, I'm really excited. We will have live stream opportunity for you too, but but um, we're pumped. Either way, I said yeah. to say, I long to be with you face-to-face. We, we couldn't do that for so long. But we pivoted and we made the switch to basically online social media platform-based ministry, right? Right. And we were able to do things like, I'm, I'm just thinking of that one story, which was a crazy thing that happened during COVID. We connected with Brandon Lake. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Brandon Lake, he's a Bethel artist, he leads worship with Elevation almost like every other week. And Maverick City, like. too. Maverick City music. Yeah. He's all I mean, over he's, the map. He's gaining a lot of influence. Dude, when we... By the way, talk about influence on social media, ready? When I asked him if we go live together, I think he had 80-something thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Let me just check. Right now, as you're doing allow that, me to yeah. check, yeah. As you're doing that, it's, it's kind of crazy because we always talked about this, Caleb, is one of the hardest things for a church to do is to get people in front of them is to we do invites and promos and we 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 do these big events to try to get uh, a 
group of people in front of you so you can preach the gospel. But now all we have to do is push a live button right. on our Instagram, on, on TikTok, on Facebook, and you have an instant audience. Right. We, we've never seen that before. That's right. the biggest shift in the communication totally. that we've seen. Totally. And, and it's crazy what happened with this. Ready? He has 150,000 followers right now. Wow. 70,000 followers since, what was that, April or May? Yeah. Dude, that's massive growth, okay? That's the power of social media. This guy has massive influence right now because he's just been growing so much. Imagine anyway, being able to grow that much influence without touring, without right, concerts, right. without any you know large-scale yeah. public events. This is solely through social media. Right. It's amazing. So cool. And here's the thing. We asked him, hey, would you go live with us? Now, we're a ministry in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I mean, you know, our, our church is influential in the area, but either way. I right. was like, hey, can you come and, and or could not come? Could you just uh, do an Instagram live with us? And I'll, I'll do like an interview you. Q, we'll do a Q&A. You can kind of minister to people. You can do sing a song if you want to. He was like, hey, yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> hey, let's do it. And I'm like, All right, wait, this is actually happening. This is, right. this is sick. I'm not even going to make it seem like it wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal. And so he, he literally said to me, say, hey, I'm, honestly, without COVID, this, I might have not been able to do this. Right. And I'm like, man. We were able to minister to, I think, live, we had like over 250 people watching. Mm. And then after the fact, I think almost 3,000 people watched. Right. And I'm like, dude, that's bigger than any conference we've ever done. You so know what I'm saying? Yeah. 3,000, that, that's, that's bigger than any physical event we've, we, we've never done. Now, obviously, people could come and go. But either way, I think that's fascinating. Right. The, the ability to instantly connect with an audience. Yeah. And be able to communicate the 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 truth the gospel mm -hmm. uh, communicate the truths of scripture is absolutely awesome and this isn't only for churches that's the beauty of it is any person can do this so if you right. you don't have to be a pastor or a preacher or hold a, a big platform you could hold, hit, hit the live button and yep. and preach the gospel to whoever listens and it may not right. be you know uh, 250 people but what if it's two people right. and they hear the message and they 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 get touched by yeah. it so cool so cool. Yeah. You have that opportunity before you. Right. I mean, shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to Justin Bieber. Right. Who's I think he has like Judas Smith and Carl Lentz <laughs> on his like Instagram live. I think there's like seventy thousand people that watch it live. How many followers like, does, talking about does he Jesus. have? How many I, I yeah. mean in the millions, easy. Hundred and fifty something million. Is it? Something like That's that. Not as wow. much as Dwayne Johnson. He has two hundred million. He's the most on, on Instagram. I think it's Ronaldo. Hmm? No, I think it's Cristiano Ronaldo. I think Dwayne Johnson just broke the record. Really? Yeah, last week, 200 million. Most followed man on 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 the internet. Should we jump into this guy, our This guy's two Cristiano Ronaldo has 241 million. Really? Yeah. You know what maybe it was? Maybe it was the most followed man in America. Yeah, he has Oh, that's the wrong one. I don't know how much Either way, um, that, that's off topic. Um, Maybe it was most followed man in America. Okay. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but let's let's jump into some practical steps. Let's do it. What do you um, think? Let's do it. So first things first. I, I love this thought. I, I actually have yet to do. I, I've yeah, I've yet to do this, and I love this idea. I'm gonna actually. You know what? For those listening, I'm gonna do it this week. I I want to encourage you. Now, it doesn't matter how many followers you have at all. You could mm -hmm. have ten. You could have a thousand. You could have ten thousand. I'm gonna encourage you. Take, do a, a testimony video of you sharing your story 
how you came to faith in Jesus mm. and how your life has changed and shifted as a result. Right. Share that story in a minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, briefly, and post that on Facebook or Instagram, whatever you're using, or TikTok or whatever. Um, but I, this is such a cool opportunity for you to, first of all, publicly um, acknowledge Jesus as your Savior, but also like really communicate your story to, to build a bridge with someone who's lost out there who right. needs to know the hope of Jesus. What a cool opportunity. Hey, sit down, record your... Doesn't, I don't care if, you're, if you feel awkward. Sit down, record your testimony, post it on Instagram, and watch what God does with it. Right. And then say to people, hey, direct message me if this has touched your heart in any way. How Absolutely. cool would that be? It's huge. And you never know who it will impact or even if it doesn't impact somebody right away. What's cool about social media is that the content stays there as long as you don't delete it. So somebody might stumble upon it in years to come and still be impacted by it. Right. Um, the other valuable one is event invitation or, or church invitation. It's an opportunity to invite people to church and say, hey, you know what? Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a while. I'd love to connect. Uh, why don't you check out this event that we're having at the church in a couple weeks or totally. whatever it might be. And this is a, a new way of inviting people. And we encourage um our folks at the gathering to do that. And it's, it's, it's productive. It always, works. Always. It works. It totally does work. It's I very mean, we've, effective. We've seen people come to faith. Yeah. Because they saw something on Facebook right. or Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, that's so cool. Uh, yeah. There's people that, that literally came to me um, and were like, Hey, I came because I saw your church, st- your gathering stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah. that's pretty cool. It is. It's pretty dang cool. Nate, uh, Green, uh, Nate. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. And he literally came, got saved because right. he saw our stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. And lastly is, so let me just say this. Whatever church you go to. Right. Um, and, and they've got social media presence. Shout them out. Exactly. They need your help. Make it, you know, invite 50 people to that event every time. Uh, you know, and share the content they're producing. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone in their church, a creative is producing content. They're taking time. They're probably not paid if they're in New England. <laughs> uh, they're doing it for free. You know what? Share the share your church's content. Right. It'll it'll be it'll be so helpful. Okay. Lastly, is this um, use use social media as an opportunity to minister, encourage, and I would even say pr- bring some practical teaching, whether that's just some wise lifestyle teaching, right? Or like step by step. Here's one, two, three ways that you can steward your finances better or whatever it is, whatever, whatever kind of whatever your niche is. Sure. Build a bridge and use it as as a teaching point maybe for people who follow you. And then have it, even if it's not directly about Jesus or whatever, right. Teach people. And then that will be you'll build relationships with people that way. Exactly. And um I think that's so important. Uh, by the way, something we didn't cover, but I think it's so important in social media. Build relationships. Yeah. Really is a tool to build relationships, uh, and and hopefully maybe that that face to face connection will come just because of what you've brought to the table on your Instagram page. Right, and it and it's so simple, and you can connect with those who you may be close with or or maybe haven't talked to in years. That's the that's the beautiful part about it. And one thing that's a lot of people get tripped up on is, you know, social media can get kind of political. And people can get in the habit of posting things sure. that are very edgy. And, and we never want to be that that Christian who is only posting the controversial things and only posting the very edgy hot topics. If you are all fire, 
you know, or this phrase, if you're all vinegar, you're not going to catch any, any, uh, flies. Is that what it is? I don't know. What's, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but anyway, I like it though. yeah, it's, it, it's <laughs> vinegar, vinegar catches more flies or less flies than honey, something like mm. that. But mm. if you're only posting negative things or things that cast Christianity in a, in a controversial light, that can be dangerous, but you want to use a platform as an encouragement, just as, as Jesus would to love and to yeah. build up yeah. and to, and to show the unchurched, show the unbelievers that we are a community of love. Uh, right. And if we're right. constantly posting things that cause people to cringe or maybe just out of context doesn't make sense to them, it's not always healthy to do that. Right. A one-liner thing that is just like almost a punch to the face right. of somebody. It's like, yeah, well, maybe it's not as helpful as you think. Right. It's not as helpful as you think. Um, I think it's what's better is posting something that maybe is a thoughtful thing right. that then demands a question. Exactly. So... Again, it goes back to use it not to burn bridges, but to build bridges mm -hmm. for people. Listen, as Christians, we love people. We want to reach people. We care about people. At the end of the day, if you don't give a crap about people and you it shows on social media, you're not going to really influence anybody right. or 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 win them over to your thought. I've never heard someone ever say, because of your Facebook post, I changed my entire worldview. Right. I've never heard because of your argument in the comments, everything changed for me. I've <laughs> never heard someone say that. Right. So, be winsome, encouraging, having a have a joyful spirit on social media, and watch what God does with that platform. Listen, right. as always, we love you. We're cheering you on. We hope to see you sharing your testimony all over social media. Tag us in, and if you want, we'll repost it probably. We love you so much. Subscribe, share. Everything helps. We will see you next week. Peace.